Hello, hello, lovely people. Happy day, whatever day it is that you are tuning in. Um, so today is going to be a bit different in that I am going to tell you a little bit more about why um, I created Time Hackers and why, you know, a bit of the backstory. So where we've been, where we've come from, and I'm also going to share with you where we are going um, and a little bit of my backstory as well. Just like very high level. It's not going to be a long episode, um, but I just wanted to create this episode in particular um, because I know that so many of you listening have um, thought about, you know, implementing these tools and face some like restrictions, maybe thinking, you know, I can't do this because I'm an employee. My, uh, my manager would kill me or this isn't how I work or this isn't available for me for whatever reason. So I just kind of wanted to step back and speak about what the options are, what the options were that I faced and what was the reason I created Time Hackers and what that means for you and how we are just continuing to want to make it more accessible to more people. Um, so the first place to start is interestingly the fact that obviously I was an employee. That was how I actually started my career. I was an employee. I worked in finance. I worked in tech. I worked in the UK, in Australia, actually worked in TV in Australia, um, in the US, I think I said. So I really had like a big range of experience working in lots of different places, both industry wise and geography wise. Um, and one thing that you probably know about me if you've been here a while is that I was always super ambitious. And the way I think of it is we all come to work because we want to achieve things, right? You're listening to this podcast because you care. You could easily not listen to this podcast and hide under a rock, but you care. You want to achieve things. You want to hack your time. You want to achieve more without doing more, without burning out. You want to know how to optimize your time. And that's exactly where I was. But I also had never been taught how to optimize my time. So that's why for me, if I wanted to, the way I interpreted like creating success was working longer hours, taking on more and more and more. I think at one point I had three jobs at the same time. And at another point I, um, I was working you know, 80 plus hour weeks, including getting certifications, financial certifications. And at another point, I was really honestly hosting like three to five events a week, as well as a nine to nine work life. So I've, I've been there when it comes to thinking and trying to do all the things um, in order to create success. And of course, add to that, one of the things that we talk about here quite often is that we have these human brains that just want to keep us safe and because they want to keep us safe they want to keep us conserving energy doing you know tasks that won't expose us in any way to other people's opinions or judgments or potential failure or potential rejection and that's why I came across this crazy statistic that 51% of employees time is spent on low to no value tasks Right? These are the kind of tasks that can keep us avoiding failure, that can keep us avoiding rejection, that can keep us far away from other people's opinions and really satisfy even our perfectionist tendencies. Right. So and I say employee, this this data was done on employees. But I, if you are not an employee, if you are a business owner or whatever else you might be, I want you to think about honestly what your percentage would be, because it would probably be higher than you think, right? I think people sometimes like, oh, maybe like 10%. We're talking about 51%. Another statistic, like we procrastinate, employees procrastinate for 
two hours, 15 minutes a day, every single day, just procrastinating. And some of you are listening to that and thinking, is that it? Because I feel like I procrastinate way more. And some of you are thinking, shit, that's a lot. (laughs) Um, Especially those of you that have employees. So the reason we procrastinate, let's be reminded, is not because we are lazy or bad. It's And it's not because we don't have a plan. A lot of people come to me and join Time Hackers and they really want to get really good at planning because they've been taught and told over and over again that the plan creates a success. But I could give each of you a plan right now, right? We could get on a call and you could tell me what you want and I could give you the steps to doing it. And then if we never spoke again, here's what would happen. You would get to certain steps on that plan and your brain would start to say, Mm, I don't think we can do this. Or you would start to worry what other people think. Or your brain would tell you it's going to expose you in some way. Or you're possibly going to have to go through a few attempts and fail your way to success, which is like a massive red flag no-no. We can tell ourselves that there are people counting on us and it has to be perfect and it has to be right first time. And there's just so many different pressures that we're experiencing. And that's why having the perfect time management plan is not going to be the solution that helps you. Or if you run teams, your teams, or if you're part of a team, your colleagues, or anyone eliminate that 51% of time that's spent on low to no value tasks so that we can do those high value needle moving tasks that actually improve your bottom line and move your business forward and fulfill our ambitions and true desire to succeed and accomplish things. So that's why I created time hacking and not time management. The whole concept of hacking is really using non-standardized means and methods to achieve a goal. And I think of it like, when I used to go into a club back in the day and I would get there and there would be a big queue outside and everyone just gets in the queue and follows what everyone else is doing, even though it's not moving, right? And you can think of that like that high value task goes behind checking emails, checking socials, getting a coffee, getting another coffee, having a snack, whatever it might be, and the procrastination and the low and no value tasks. And I'm like round at the side saying, hey, here's, here's the side door, come here and I will let you in. And it actually made me think when I was younger and going clubbing, I would always go to the front, even if there was a queue, just to try it. Like it's okay to hear no, but it's worth trying. So that's the visualization I want to see give you. That's why I created time hacking. Everyone else is managing their time, writing lists, losing lists, putting it in the calendar, not doing the things in the calendar, moving the things in the calendar. And you can do all of that or you can come through the side door. And that's what time hacking is. Or as I joke with my clients, and you might have heard me say this before, it's like you've been standing in quicksand, like using all of your energy trying to move, but like there's literally weights keeping you down. And I'm just like throwing your keys to a Ferrari. So if you if you resonate with this, um, then you are human just like me. It's really, it's really about remembering that it's not you. It's how we evolved. It's how we've been taught. If we've been taught anything about time, I'm not sure if it's worse to be taught or not taught, but the ultimate thing, you know, I've been speaking to so many CEOs and founders and HR reps in the past few weeks. And the consistent thing that I'm hearing is this acknowledgement that there is a time problem, um, but we're not sure how to solve it. And the methods that we've been using haven't been working, which just 
you know, knocks us down into, well, what's the point in trying? But there is a solution that works. There's a reason all of my clients come in and achieve more in less time with less stress because time hacking and the idea, like these non-standardized methods that it's going to become the new standard. Um, so that's what's going on here. And for some of you, this is going to be a very exciting announcement, which is we are now partnering with corporates and companies and bringing time hackers into the workplace. I've heard from so many of you over the years that you felt like time hackers was for entrepreneurs, which is not. And we have employees in there. We have self-employed. We have we have a complete range of people in there. But if you want to bring this to your organization, then now is the time where we are actively partnering with companies because companies care about how you use your time because how you use your time is the number one determinant of your success. Yes, but also of their success, of their revenue. And they, you know, they want this solution even more than you do, right? They don't want you to spend 51% of your time on no value tasks and they don't want procrastinating and they don't want you burning out and they don't want you overworking and hustling even though sometimes it can feel that way I saw this crazy statistic that you know time tracking is growing as an industry this is one of the solutions out there in the world is time tracking and it's going to grow to 47 billion in the next 10 to 15 years it might not be 10 to 15 years it might be 20 to 30 but either way we're talking about a huge chunk of money spent so organizations can track employees time and gather data here's the thing any time spent tracking our time is time spent not in the high value tasks and it's it's been proven over and over again by countless studies that time tracking creates more stress and lower obviously employee loyalty so if you have been thinking about tracking your time in order to improve or you work at an organization that is trying this methodology I encourage you to get even this podcast episode in front of people. Um, I am actually and have actually opened up my calendar to people, um, working organizations, any decision makers that want to find out more about bringing time hackers into your company. And right now I'm training 15 of my time hackers into becoming time hacker coaches so that we can also offer one-to-one coaching. So this is a little insight into the future of what's happening in our company as we continue to tackle the time problem, the universal time problem, the time epidemic that we all know exists and create solutions that actually support us and work for us instead of ones that shame us and create more guilt and leave us feeling further behind. So if you do want to have a chat about this or you are interested in finding more, finding out more for your organization or your company, you can just email team at vickilouise.com. Um, and we will send you more information. Super easy. All right, lovelies, that's it today. Just wanted to give a bit of a backstory about why time hacking and not time management um, and what we can do in the future, the ways that we are always helping you. And if you are listening to this and you are thinking that you want to join Time Hackers, I do want to remind you that we did create a more friendly payment plan. So you can now join um, with 10 payments of £330 a month so that was exciting <laughs> a lot of people had requested that okay lovelies that's it from me I'm wishing you a lovely week and a lovely day and I look forward to hearing from you soon and continuing the conversation around how we can hack time bye hey if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life then I want to invite you to join time hackers it's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools 
not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickylouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.